Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Are you a diehard Saints football fan that likes to have fun? Then join the most fun Saints fan community, Saints Happy Hour. We'll ship you our booze bundle welcome kit today with four original Saints swag items not available in stores. You'll also get access to our live chat room where you can make new friends and talk Saints all day. Plus, get our daily podcast and be in the know on all Saints news as it happens. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. How'd you like that new video intro on the YouTubes? Boom! $8 cost us. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, We're getting closer to NFL football, maybe, possibly. A lot of Rona news breaking before the show. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking tonight? Here, let me get that. I didn't know you were going to put me on the spot like that. I am having an all-relation job money. It's a uh, it's an IPA. Is it a double IPA or is it just a regular IPA? That looks like it's a movie a, that Nicolas Cage was in. It's a little IPA, actually. 6.1% uh, ABV by volume. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to pour one of these out for all-relation, the brewery, because they recently announced that they were going to have to close indefinitely. Uh, thanks That's to National uh, Treasure, the beer. Coronavirus. National treasure, the beer, yeah. Job money. Nick, that was Nick Cage, right? Yeah, it was. It was Nick Cage. Vitam debitum, it says there on there. If you drink the beer, do you enter another dimension? Uh, no, nothing happens at all, unfortunately. You get a little, you get a little tingly. <sighs> Anybody else drinking think something exo- as exotic as what Dave is tonight? And so- Andrew is not. So I'm drinking uh, Copperhead Rock and Rye from uh, Switchgrass Spirits. It's a distillery in the St. Louis area. It is 80 proof, 40% ABV. Uh, it has rock candy in it. Oh, well, that sounds like something I would like. It does. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's got like a, a like a, a candyish uh, cinnamony. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Type Type flavor. It's not. That's right up Ralph's alley. It is. Well, I was about to say it's right up your alley. Like it's it's not as smooth as like I'm used to with like certain ryes that I drink, but uh, you know, it does the job. So. <laughs> well, I think Dave's about to rip on me for my choice of beers, but uh, Ralph, I can always count on you to to one up me in terms of terrible tastes. Uh, you look like you've got a Bud Light. Bud Light. Wow, you got to be yeah. good. 
First of all, that's an so abomination. Dave, 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 would you like to retract your insults now that you've seen what <laughs> yeah. Ralph is sporting? First of all, Ralph, that's an abomination because it's a uh, Budweiser product. I'm a, I'm a Coors Miller Abita family, so I've got to support Coors Miller. And uh, so at least, at, least, uh, at least Andrew's got that going for him. But uh, but yeah, Bud Light Lime Jesus, you're, you're like you're like a 16 year old girl who's like going out to party, you know, uh, who snuck out of the house and they got some adult to go try and buy them beer and he got them Bud Light Lime. You're muted, Ralph. You're an you're idiot. muted, yeah. Ralph. <laughs> I feel like the candy that Dave eats, Ralph just takes that in liquid form, in beer form. That's what I'm saying. He was talking about Bucky. He was talking about going to Bucky's. He goes to Bucky's twice a week, and he gets the 64 ounce. And as if that wasn't enough sugar, he's squirting more flavored syrup into it. Uh, I mean, like, come on, Ralph, you're muted. Yeah, no, you I'm do. Tr- you do 64 <laughs> ounces at Bucky's, and you do three pumps of cherry syrup. And I know. Well, you're you're drinking way more sugar than than I'm even eating candy in a week. Well, for sure. I do it because God rest in peace, Wilford Brimley. I'm not gonna get the diabetes. God already gave me <laughs> made me crippled. He's not gonna give me the diabetes. I can drink as much sugar as I want. Famous last word. So I'm <laughs> drinking the boot, Abita. Uh, I got a six pack for my in-laws, and so I've been slowly working on those this week. Uh, they're pretty tasty, light. Yeah. Enjoyable, refreshing, good for good on a hot summer day. So that trans that can transition transition us into uh, because I have a filthy, disgusting habit of drinking like 130 ounces of soda a week from Bucky's. That's kind of disgusting. <sighs> we can transition into another kind of disgusting habit that Drew Brees apparently has said he's given up, and that's licking his fingers. He came in this week. He's like, I gave it up. <laughs> Uh, and it just proves to me that if any, if you need to give up anything in your life, you can do it. Uh, do we think this will last? I think it'll last till like the s- middle of the second quarter of the opening game. He's going to be back to licking his fingers. I don't believe this for one solitary second, Kevin, that he's broken this habit of licking his fingers. Uh, yeah, I think he'll do it in the second quarter and then he'll have somebody chastise him for it. And then he'll, uh, He'll stop again. It'll be a work in progress. I, I definitely think he'll get caught on camera a couple of times doing it. Look, picture this. Week one, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. He's already down 7 nothing. He starts to lock in. A couple first downs to Michael Thomas, maybe a holding call. All of a sudden, you're looking at third and seven. He hits Kamara out of the backfield for a big first down. Things are really starting to cook. He ties the game at seven. We're entering the second quarter. It's coming. You know he's going to lick his fingers. <laughs> there, that scenario does not play out without Drew Brees going back to the, the shoulder tick, the finger licks. I mean, it's it's. We're going to have to have a. There's no way around. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it's not like a nervous tick, but it is. It's like a compulsion, and he's got it, and uh, it's he he does it without even thinking. I'm sure of it. There's yeah. no. He's not thinking every time he licks his hands, or like you said, he's got that shoulder. You know, he likes to he likes to do that. You know, he likes to, <laughs> you know shimmy around in his shoulder pads there for a second uh and i mean that's just and that's totally human but uh those little idiosyncrasies uh are very very difficult to break kevin i mean i was reading i was reading an article about uh you know because this is a thing in major league baseball too i mean because you know players are you know pitchers they do crazy shit with with their saliva and their spit and whatever uh within the rules 
Um, I mean, if he's if he's if he's genuinely concerned about, uh, you know, his fingers being moist or whatever, and his grip on the football, uh, I wouldn't I I wouldn't be surprised if he if he goes out there with like some kind of like wet towel or whatever, where he can at least damp his fingertips on the towel to sort of give him the same feeling or this on, on the ball um, without having to lick his fingers. So here, here, I would say keep an eye out for that. I could see that happening. Kevin, I just, is this, this might be my worst idea ever or my greatest. Do we need to create the Drew Brees liquor ticker for the podcast? Yeah, count them off like yes. dings every time yes. he licks his fingers. Yeah. Yes, we yes. can take people can we can take bets. <laughs> well, it'll be for charity. Well, people will bet they can Venmo or whatever bet money on what the season final total will be, uh, and it'll be like a fifty-fifty. The winner gets half, and the other half goes to charity. Well, yeah. I love it personally because it's another opportunity to criticize Drew Brees, since we do that no matter <laughs> what he does. So, sounds great. It is, you know, and here's the, here's the thing. I would set the licking of the fingers like I would say like at least seven a week. So you're looking at 16 games. You're looking at like 120 licks of fingers. You got to take into account though. Are they going to play 16 games? Yeah, it's, it's, it's dicey. And well, I mean, I, like this has to be caught on camera. You think they're going to ca- catch catch them doing it seven times a week on camera? That seems a little high. No, yeah. no, they I say maybe two, three again. Now they're gonna they're gonna have a camera specifically on Drew Brees the entire game to catch the licks and chart them. Believe it. Here's but, here's the real question: If he kicks the habit, let's say he doesn't do it at all, okay? But then the vaccine comes out and he, it feels safe to you don't have to socially distance anymore. I mean, it's probably not happening during the season, but if it did. Would he go straight back to it? Straight back. Straight back. Straight like nothing ever happened, right? Kevin, he goes straight back. He's an addict. He he go, he'll go he'll he'll Absolutely. get the vax he'll get the vaccine then lick his lips to celebrate, right? Like he's totally off the wagon. Right. right. Well what if what if he doesn't get the vaccine? What if he what if he doesn't lick his fingers and he has a terrible season? Ooh. Do we blame it? Do we blame it on Ooh. not licking his fingers? See, Nick Underhill could do like a five thousand word article midway through the season of like Drew Brees pre and post licking, which is weird. Best word word choice, but um, we could. Ha- <laughs> would that I think be it was like a perfectly fine word choice? All the fans, Andrew, would be like, Drew, you got to go back to licking your fingers. You're only completing like fifty eight percent of your passes. You got ten <laughs> touchdowns, eight picks. That- you go- you got it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I think if the Saints start 0-2, then it's like, look, forget being sanitary. Forget trying to stop the spread. We got to win. Tell Dr. Fauci to, to go get fucked. We yeah. got to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> hygiene is out the window. Lombardi over hygiene every single time. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and 
again, bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. By the way, we saw how we saw we saw how Fauci threw a baseball. How do you think Ooh. Fauci would throw a football? Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. He's like that Dr. Pepper challenge. He's less athletic <laughs> than me and I can barely there's, walk. I don't think there's enough moisture in the world for him to grip a football properly. <laughs> Here's a question, uh, Kevin. Uh, you know, I feel like when we do this podcast in 2050, we'll still be talking about Bounty Gate and we'll still be talking about Drew Brees, whether he's kneeling or not kneeling for the anthem at whatever retirement home he's in. Dude, it's never fucking going away. I don't know what else to say about it, but Drew Brees was like, I'm 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 for Black Lives Matters. I'm donating the money. I'm doing everything. My teammates understand that I'm with them 100%. I'm doing all these things, but I'm still going to stand for the anthem because of family and all that. And I was just like, it's never going to end. Like we're just it's never going to end. I just want that topic to go away and now it's like we're it's still not. talking about it. Cuz he's going to stay. it's not going to go away. Um it's like we're still in a a bad time like it so it's not going to go away until there's sort of a noticeable market change in fuck take your pick i mean society yeah. i guess but i mean like isn't like, it now say, though it's sort say, of like say whatever it's not a it's not a protest though. It, it's sort of I feel like it's transitioned from when Colin Kaepernick did it. It was a real protest, Andrew, and he put his career on the line and he kind of got blackballed out the league. But now I feel like everybody does it, and when you stand, it's more like a demonstration than a protest, right? And and I don't even know what to say anymore. I guess my only question is, is it is are are we are we you know? And to Kevin's point, like we're not they're not talking about important things we're just talking about standing kneeling like are we just going to talk about this forever and we're just going to have a little chart and we're just going to mark off who stands and who kneels and we're going to judge them on that i'm just like i feel like i I hope not i i haven't heard anyone say that they demand that drew Brees kneel i don't i don't think anyone is offended or cares that he stands i think it's more just the vitriol that he was throwing at people that don't stand, that he was saying, yeah. I don't respect you if you don't stand. I don't respect that. I'm always going to stand. I don't think anyone cares that Drew Brees stands. I think everyone's fine with that. I mean, I think it would be different if the whole team was kneeling except for Drew Brees. I mean, that would probably send a statement. But if you've got half the team standing, half the team kneeling, I don't know, man. That's like, a good question, though. I mean, Brees, Brees, it, might only be, it might only be like five or six dudes. I mean, for baseball – all the baseball players were kneeling and then have like one dude yeah. standing up. Like it could get I awkward. That. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah, awkward. I hear you. But I, I, ultimately, I think it's uh, I don't think you have to be a spokesperson for Black Lives Matter in, in that manner. I don't I don't think you have to do it that way. There are other ways you can do it. And if the anthem is important to you and for whatever reason, military, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And if you feel like it's important to stand uh, respects something then you can do that and you can honor black lives matter in a different way you know? okay and I, I i don't i don't i don't feel like people should have a problem with that if breeze wants to go all that right. route. 
Okay, Fredo brought up a really important topic in the chat room. More important than Black Lives Matters, more important than the Rona, more important than wait, pretty wait, much wait, anything wait. going what? on in the world right now. That's somebody made a Twitter, a Saints Twitter list, the best follows. And none of us were on it, not the podcast. And um Andrew, you had thoughts on that. I was wait, hold greatly on. What hold what, on, hold on. What 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 bracket are we going to be doing in 2050, in the off-season of 2050? That's what I wanted to know. You, you, you said fast-forward to, to 2050, <laughs> and when we're doing this podcast, what are we going to be talking about? I want to know what bracket we're going to be doing in the off-season of the 2050 favorite, season. Favorite Robot Saints players <laughs> from 2030 on. Favorite Robot Saints players. Like, Robot Jason David is going to be fucking amazing. Will Taysom Hill retire this this season? No, he's going to be young well, forever. Well, Twitter no. is going to Twitter is going to be extinct for like 15 years, and we're still going to be talking about Saints Twitter. All right, so <laughs> so top 10 Twitter Saints followers. So who was in the top 10? Obviously not us. It wasn't us. First, first of all, first of all, you say us. I, not, not, I was not expecting to be making the top 10. Great is greatest Saints, not me personally. Maybe the podcast, yes. The podcast, uh, yes. That's what I'm talking but, about. But but me personally. I got, I got, a, I got a couple shout outs personally. By the way, by the way, it's at Tulane Shop. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Andrew, I, I got a couple. You. I could see you, and I could see Ralph, maybe you know, being included there. But, I think uh, Ralph, you had one or two, didn't you? Well, so who was no. top ten? So well, who was number one? The Saints. Well, I, every list was different. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, it was like a trending thing. Like everybody got to make their own top ten. Oh, yes, uh, but it wasn't like it wasn't like Drew Brees, Saints, Cam Newton. It was like, or sorry, Cam Jordan. But right. it it was like reporters or bloggers or right or podcasters. Moose right, that's why Saints said Moose denied, and uh, I actually didn't see Moose denied up there at all. Ralph no, he wasn't on there, and I was like, he's number yeah. one. Everybody else is number two. Get the fuck out of here! With yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I was I was offended. I, I think our podcast should have been in the top ten, whatever. I mean, I know they don't put me they don't view me as a journalist or whatever. Like I got I get that. Like people they, they shun me, I'm like a leper. I'm like a crippled leper. I understand that with the Saints Media. I I don't expect my little Twitter account to be on there. But I expected the podcast to be on there. That's what I'm saying. I guess people keep... people don't like us, man. No You gotta keep on hustling, Ralph. Keep on hustling. <laughs> You got to use this as motivation. <laughs> speaking of speaking of hustling, you should become a ten dollars patron so you can get the booze bundle. You can get all the fun stuff. And by the way, thanks to Johnny and Josh and Isabel, who are new signups, or they, Johnny and Josh are new signups. Isabel upgraded. We're gonna try to give a shout out to every single ten dollars patron uh, on the podcast over the next four or five weeks. Uh, but we just wanted to thank them for doing that. You should sign up. And by the way, uh, just to let you just to let you know, uh, my wife shipped all the boxes. They go out Monday, and somebody is getting a lucky Brian Hansen 1987 nice. Saints card. Nice. <laughs> by the way, this is exactly why I won't be doing a top ten list on Twitter because the, it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Oh, just... you guys are hurt. Yeah. You guys are like genuinely. I, I am genuinely hurt. hurt. <laughs> well, we're talking it's about it. That's so sad. We're we should have been number nine on one list. Number nine. Number nine. If there was a if there was a top eleven, we definitely would have been on three or four. Oh, yeah. 
VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So here's here's my question. Drew Brees clearly feels like he needs to give up licking his fingers to defeat the Rona and help the Saints win another Lombardi trophy. So I'm going to go around the horn. I'm going to start with you, Kevin. What would you be willing to give up in 2020 for the Saints to win a Lombardi trophy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Kevin, just say sex. You've pretty much given that up already anyway. So it's- I, I, I was going to say, just give up the podcast. It's, you're already halfway there. Right. That's not I mean, true. that's halfway. Like, I'm, I'm in less than half of those. Haven't had sex in... Ages. At least a year. No, 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 no. It's been less than a year. <laughs> less than a year. I know that for a fact. Like oh, you've, you've had it more recently than months, me, then. Nine months, probably. Working on that still. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Fuck. Let's just can we just lump those together? Well, nine <laughs> months ago, that means you might you, you you should be expecting a phone call. You could be getting a phone call soon. Yeah. <laughs> Not happening. That is fucking stupid. Wake up. <laughs> <sighs> Ralph, so, you, need, Dave, you needed the uh, office-based conjugal visit sound clip. Oh right uh, yeah, I don't have that. Right. Anyway, yeah. so what was the question? What, what oh, would you yeah, give up? What up? would you give up yeah, to guarantee up, the Saints winning the Super Bowl? Because Drew Brees is giving up licking his fingers. So what would you give up? I'll steal Fredo's suggestion. I'll give up IPAs. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> he don't even drink IPAs. <laughs> Because he's a decent. I also human have being. had sex, and I'm apparently giving that up. So, <laughs> Christ, Andrew, what would you give up for a Super Bowl? For a Super Bowl, Jesus, I'd give up a lot. There are a lot of things I would give up. All right, start listing them. <laughs> I, if, if you promised me a Super Bowl, and I just had to quit drinking. Through February, I would do it. Oh, through February. Could you give up dominating 50-year-old women on the tennis court, though? See, I feel like I need that more than ever during the coronavirus. <laughs> so I don't think I could do that. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what I give up after watching the Pel- – I could give up Pelicans basketball. My God. <laughs> they need to yeah, get out of the NBA to- bubble because clearly they are infecting it. I, so I still have Ralph's Zion voicemail in my inbox. Uh, it's the only voicemail that I've saved uh, in my. Yeah. Yes, that one. 
Um, so yeah. I would I would delete that <laughs> if you promised me a Super Bowl. <sighs> I mean, whew, I, I, I you can make an offer. I want I want another I want another Super Bowl so bad. And Kevin, the more I think about it, not only do I want another Super Bowl, I think I want this Super Bowl for the Saints. I I want them to win this year more than any other year because I know it's going to get weird and I know other fans are going to hate it and call it tainted and not and call it not legitimate and that's going to make it more like that would make it more enjoyable to me. Like if you told me the Saints could win a Super Bowl but they're only going to play 8 games and they're going to be undefeated. Like I would love that shit. I would lord that over the Dolphins and Atlanta fans forever. Like, I want them to win, but I also want the season to get weird. Is that a question to me? Or is no, that, like, no, no, no. No, I mean, but, like, no, no do, do you feel, no like, like how weird does the seat – is there any version of the Saints winning a Lombardi that you'd be like, eh, that's kind of weird and it's not as enjoyable as I thought? Like, is there no. any scenario? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't care if it's a fucking six-game division-only season and they somehow put 12 teams on each side in the fucking playoffs. I I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, if, I think it's – I, I prefer that. Championship, if you win a championship, it's a championship. No, it's like what Bomani Jones said on our podcast. It was when the Saints lost to the Rams, and he said, you guys don't get it. I, I fully admit that you guys got rocked and that it was the call was horrible. I prefer that it happened that way because he used to be a Falcons fan, but he still hates the Saints. And he's like, I feel like the fact that it was that awful for you guys made it better for me as a Saints hater. So I kind of feel that way as a Saints fan. Like if it infuriates other fan bases because they only played six games and the playoffs were BS and whatever like that's that's awesome i want that to happen i'm rooting for that hmm. how like how weird do you think it can get dave before the nfl would pull the plug like how few amount of games would they be willing to have and still have a season in a playoff and hand somebody a lombardi I don't know. I mean, you got to play at least eight games in the regular season, I feel that's, like. That's the number I was going to say. Um, and What's the smallest season they've had, Ralph? Was nine. Ten, ten games the 82, the nine. 82 strike season. They did nine. What, what number were you holding up there, Kevin? I, th- I really think six. six is as low as they would six. go. Six. That's not a lot. You I know. Have, that's just the division games. The division. I know. Six, six oh, division point. games. Everybody, the top two teams in every division makes the playoffs. <laughs> Who are playing every three weeks, only division games. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> it'd be like the world. Every, it'd be three, like the World Cup, man. It'd be like group play. You play. You play a game. You quarantine for two weeks, and then you go again. <laughs> the, I mean, that's actually not a terrible idea, as far as like player safety standpoint. Yeah. I, look, I'd watch the games, man. You know, there there was if you, see, if you could stagger it, if you could stagger it, you could have games every weekend right. and stagger it so that way teams are, you know, teams are taken off 
when other teams are playing, yada, yada, yada. I feel I like know. something I feel like something needs to be said here that look, I'm gonna take football in whatever form they give it to me in, and my expectations are low just in terms of like oh, it's God. gonna be weird. We don't know what's gonna happen, but we need to I don't wanna see much complaining on Twitter or just in general on social media about the quality of these games because I'm resigned to the fact that the refs are probably going to have to let some stuff go because I think the quality of the play is going to be off. I was thinking of this, Dave. There is a non-zero chance that the Saints will start a quarterback in a regular season game that is not on their roster. Like, I know you could say, well, that could happen any year, but it's unlikely. But this year, you really could have Rona get in that quarterback room and the Saints having to start somebody that's not on the roster. So this year – Johnny Manziel. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who would they bring – who would – that's a good question. Who would they bring back, Andrew? Who do you think would be – who do you think – Didn't Johnny Manziel have lunch with Sean Payton like five years ago? He did. Who would be – who would be the – I think they would try to get McCown. What's Mark – What's Mark Brunel doing uh, these days? <laughs> Chase Daniel. They'll trade AARP. They'll trade a fifth round pick for Chase Daniel. And try to get Tony Romo out of the booth from CVS. Uh, nobody's nobody's getting Romo out of the booth after that contract. That's <laughs> true. Um, but you know they Jay say- Cutler. <laughs> Smoking Jay Cutler. Speaking of Jay it, this, Cutler, didn't he just get? Didn't, he got he got divorced. He, he lost got divorced. His meal ticket. He might need monies, you know. Uh, it, but the same. <laughs> someone did, just someone just put in the comments, Garrett Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, oh by the way, Garrett Grayson rookie card. Some lucky patron. It's in their booze bundle box. I won't say the name. It's going to be a surprise for you. You get it. Best ten dollars you ever spent. Is that um, a chef's kiss right there? Yeah, it was. And, and Stanley Jean-Baptiste and Usama Young and a Jason David. Like, we sent all the Saints legend cards out to people. Um, the Saints did have actual news today, Dave. Did you did you celebrate when you found out little Jordan Humphrey didn't get cut? I was pretty excited. I checked the roster this evening. Still there. Still on the roster. My boy. When are we going to do the UDFA draft? I don't like, know. Uh, I don't know, but we need to talk about that because Andrew tweeted – he didn't tweet it. He, he, he texted me a picture of freaking um, Throckmorton's locker is on wheels. And I feel like, Kevin, if your locker's on wheels, that means there's a like a 90% chance that you're like Milton from Office Space and they just, they just don't want to tell you that you're fired. Uh, so he's way down on my my UDFA board because I mean how many lo- Andrew how many lockers do they have on wheels? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, probably it's the social distancing thing. I'm guessing yeah. more, more than anything yeah. else. But exactly. yeah, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to tweet that or not uh, since um, he's my coworker's cousin. So um, <laughs> I, I decided to just text it to you guys. But yeah, his his locker is on wheels. It's kind of carted it around the room but then you've got other lockers that are clearly in place so i'm guessing it's kind of a low man on the totem pole udfa situation uh but don't uh, take a stapler and everything will be okay oh my god men start taking notes 
because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you. <laughs> yeah, but we need we need to, right. you know, I, I'm done talking time. about little Jordan and, and Granderson. You know, they're they're already in the family now. We, we need we need new blood. We need, well, Adrian, we need to do this draft. Adrian McGee was a guy that I was looking at possibly doing and he got cut today they also cut tommy lee lewis which made a lot of saints fans happy although it's not tommy lee lewis's fault he got destroyed in the nfc championship game but they also cut kevin possibly my favorite named player on the saints gus cumberlander because he sounds like a civil war general um they released him <laughs> um and he Ricky sounds like he sounds like he's the star of a bbc series <laughs> <laughs> that too. Like he's the next Doctor Who. Um, yeah. And they also cut Andrew, a guy that me and you, you did a write-up on for the $10 patrons, and we did an entire podcast on the potential of him making the team. Uh, that would be Houston Roughnecks legend, Deatrick Nichols. Uh, so that was surprising. Yeah, I thought I thought they'd give him a little, little bit longer of a look, but you know he was a UDFA then an XFL guy, so he he was a long shot. Not not a huge surprise. I'm giving you a longer look every day, every day, every day. I write the book. So are we gonna I'm do the UDFA draft? Every day I are write gonna, the book. Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Well, are we? We can. I guess we got to because well, they got here, here, Here's my question. So since Kevin's here and he didn't participate yeah. last year, is he like the expansion franchise? Yeah, he is. Does he get to leap all of us and get the yeah, first Yeah, he does. Pick? Kevin, you can pick first. Go ahead. And then, you... and then Grouper, Wait, you're I'm second because you had a sick I'm not ready. I haven't done my research. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're going to have to let it rip, baby. You're going to have to let so it Ralph, rip. Ralph, you go second because you had Ozigbo last year and you clearly yeah. failed there because he was cut and didn't make the team. Wait. I don't even know what my fucking options are. What am I looking up? Saints UDFA. You need to pick a UDFA from the Saints roster. That's right. going to make the roster. And make the 53. Kevin, or, so you're first. Ralph, you're second. Dave picked a guy that actually made the team, little Jordan Humphrey. So he, he finished second, and I won the challenge because I picked Granderson, who not only made the team but had a sack. 
Okay, yeah. so I have to say I have to figure find a guy that's still on the team. Yes. UDFA, yeah. Uh, we, they, we, we will we will let you pick a guy that was cut today. Don't worry. Juwan Johnson, wide receiver. Since, since the, official, the official website will they say that they have people that are they'll identify him as UDFA? Yeah. In order, identify yeah. him as a rookie and Google UDFA, Kevin. It. It'll pull up a list. I'm looking at it now. Just, okay, just look at on. the Saints I'm, team I'm, roster and look at all the rookies. Joe Bashi. What these assholes? Right, well, I'm you know, already ready. I'm already ready. Official. I'm on the Saints official website, man. They got to find a way. Okay, there it is. Uh, experience. You can filter by experience, and that'll yeah. show you. Yeah. Well, they still have Cumberlander on this thing. Yeah. It's a weekend, yeah, man. Just... The web guy's not working. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Man, man, Throckmorton. It, see, I. Oh, that's such a good name, but I can't. Uh, Y'all got me frightened that he's going to be cut. I think a good pick here, Kevin, would be Blake Gilligan, the punter out of Penn State. Just say this motherfucker looks like he sells insurance. <laughs> Three times, yeah. There's, with more, with more set on the roster, I don't think any of us are touching. No, three-time, three-time insurance salesman of the year. Come on, that haircut says junior senator from Indiana. It does. It really fuck? does. Come on, Mogad. Look, I like. I'm sure you're a nice guy. Probably, probably fun to talk to, I guess. But fuck, come on, my man. Um. Oh God. You know what? Uh, see, I was about to say a name, but now I can't be sure. Because I'm looking at the colleges, too. I okay, there's a guy that went to Notre Dame named Tony Jones Jr. Ooh, he's going with the running back. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go with him. All right. Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. God, he's so, got the first pick, and he wastes it on that guy. I was going to go Throckmorton all the way, but now that he's got the rolling locker, it <laughs> concerns me very, very much. Um, I like the name Tino Ellis. I don't know anything about him. I just like the name. Uh, Joe Bashi. Oh, no! Everybody, everybody in the chat is is saying I should have traded down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, you can't. Uh, I'm gonna go. No. I was, I was gonna go Joe Bashi because he's got a Sopranos type name, and I thought the Saints were had an open spot at linebacker, but they just signed the guy from the Eagles um, this week, and uh, I. I'm not as sold on him. So I got to go back to my, my original guy, but I'm not feeling good about it. That's Calvin Throckmorton, offensive lineman, Oregon. That's my nice. pick. That's my pick. You're going Throck. I'm going Throck. Right. I'm going to Throck right. out with my cock out. Throcking out. Wait. Throck out with your Throck out, I think. Yeah, right. That's, that's it. Rock out with your Throck out. I don't think we're supposed to be doing anything with our cocks. Um, well, I'm not, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? How do you say his name? Baki or Bachi? Bachi. Yeah, Bachi. Like, I, first of all, I love that because 
you know, bocce ball is a Italian pastime. That's a fun game to play. And I mean, really and truly, he he may have the best chance. Uh, I mean, I think he was like the most talented out of all the undrafted free agents. But I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the other guy that I think has uh, a pretty decent chance to actually make the roster. Uh, I'm gonna go with Malcolm Roach. I like that pick. Yeah. He, he was he was on my short list here. He was on my board. He's yeah, on my, he was uh, in my bubble. He was in my he, cloud. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I had him I had him really high up on my board, and uh, he was the highest player left uh, when it was my turn to pick. So, uh, you know, I had to go with him. Jason would, would in the chat room said his Brad Bradham been available. If Bradham probably, pulls a Dan Morgan, Boshi looks like a great pick. Right? Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to pass up uh, rocking out with my throck out uh, if he was still available. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my Juwan Johnson, the the Oregon receiver, and mostly because they cut Krishan Hogan today, and he's a big physical blocker. Um, so I just feel like Juwan Johnson with the cut of Hogan today has a decent shot. So I'm kind of between him. Bashi is still there. So you know, like Ralph said, with Nigel Bradham on the team now, I'm less less psyched about him but he can still make it if he's good on special teams and then you've got the big 6-1 corner keith washington out of west virginia uh so that those three are kind of the three i'm juggling the nerds love uh, keith washington they love him i kind of yeah. i gotta go with the nerds here i'm gonna go with keith washington out of west oh. virginia 6-1 corner welcome to the family big guy all right that's it we're all locked in now sick, we've got a whole sick, year of content people mentally Sick, 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 sick people, sick in the head. I have to say, I so my don't. My dad's ca- in the chat. Make sure you, uh, you say hello to your new grandson, Keith Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I it's not so it's not important that I win this year's UDFA draft and my son, my adopted son, makes the team. I don't care about that. I just can't have Andrew win back-to-back years because then he'll be fucking insufferable, Dave. Like, I can't mm-hmm. I can't have it. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's I very mean, true. The thing was, last year, none of us Pompous picked Deontay. asshole. None of us picked Deontay Harris, which we should have. Yeah. Or Shy Tuttle. Or Shy Tuttle, yeah. Yeah, because if one of us had picked Shy Tuttle, uh, it would have been over. Oh, deception! Deception! Matt Ryan! <laughs> oh my god! Wie eine Puppe gibt er ihn den Stiffer ab und er fliegt auf den Boden! Hör doch mal auf! That would have been uh, that would have been game set and match on the undrafted free agent uh, <laughs> contest if somebody had picked Shy Tuttle. Yeah. But see, Shy Tuttle didn't Shy Tuttle it's it's hard to do this. At the beginning, because he's a late bloomer. He was a late bloomer. We gotta give it. We gotta go all season. We can't. We can't decide a winner until the Super Bowl <laughs> is over. Well, now it's gonna be extra hard, Andrew, because we don't even have games. Like at least last year, we were like, like after like one or two games, you're like, oh yeah, Deontay Harris should have drafted him. This year, you don't even have games, and you we won't even have Twitter footage of fans because you can't go to the practices. So. We won't have fucking no clue. All we're gonna get is the only the only pipeline we'll have is like P- 
people that you trust that are at practice, I guess, like Underhill or whoever. But it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, the wild wild west for UDFA's. We're gonna have no well, idea. Right what's now, going on. The, the Saints cut down to eighty one, as far as I know. So right now, they still have to make one more cut uh, to get down to eighty. So yeah. <laughs> all four of us are kind of exposed right now. Yeah, we should have. We should have. Somebody in the chat room made a good point. We should have had Nick Underhill as our guest celebrity UDFA draft expert, a la Mel Kiper, and he could have like broken. Uh, he could have like broken. Nick down all the Nick was for. all in on Maurice Harris, who got cut today. So you know, <laughs> Nick Nick it can be wrong. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Nick would have guessed Shy Tuttle as Player of the Year last. I no. never know. Probably would have. No. He saw he did he did see Willie Sneed coming up ten miles away. <laughs> he did. That's why I like. That's why we always trust Nick because he's like Willie. He was on. He was he built the Willie Sneed bandwagon from scratch. Um. So Kevin uh, Andrew, you did a really interesting, bizarre thing. You went and looked at the all-time Saints roster of players, and you <laughs> looked at who of who had the name Ralph, Andrew, Dave, or Kevin? And you picked, you found the worst ones with all our names. And you came to a definitive conclusion of which of our names is the worst crop of Saints players. Well, uh, Ralph, the Saints started their Kevin history by drafting Kevin Hardy. Uh, and you, you know more about this as a Saints historian well, than I do. Here's what so here's let's what, start there. Here's what happened. In the sixties, the NFL didn't have free agency. And even this when players were out, in sixty eight, yeah. even when a player like their contract was up, another team they weren't supposed to sign them. It was understood that like you don't do that. And the Saints went and signed a San Francisco player. And the NFL commissioner was like, Saints. What the fuck are you doing? You don't sign free agents. Your first round pick from 68, San Francisco gets them. That's your penalty. And so he never played it down for the Saints. He, they picked him, and then NFL took him away and sent him to San Francisco. Yeah, so he, he's one of the worst picks in Saints history in the first round because he never played for him. And this started a downward spiral, which was – 12 Kevins, all of them awful. The curse and of Kevin. The curse of Kevin. And, you know, Kevin Kevin changed his name to Sean Orleans. That's his wrestler name now. You know, he tried to break this curse. Uh, but we have that yet didn't to work see. Either. No, we've yet to see a, a Kevin do anything on the field for the Saints. So so I'm going to name these. So we, we mentioned Kevin Hardy. He was kind of the genesis of this. And since then, we've had 11 others come to the Saints roster and fail in their attempts. We've got Kevin Haverdink, the offensive lineman. Terrible. Kevin Mathis, who was burned every time they threw the ball at him. We have Kevin Hauser, who was probably the best one of the bunch. But, you know, there was that whole stealing Drew Brees' money. Yeah, (laughs) stealing Sean Payton's money and promising tax credits that never came. Uh, Kevin Casefaharn, you guys remember that guy? Ooh, he was fucking atrocious. And I was, he had like an he had like an interception or two. He, I was so excited when they got him from Cincinnati too. I was he, like, he had an interception for every twelve pass interferences. Oh my and Twenty missed tackles. 
Uh, you'll remember in the, in the late 90s, there were the two Mitchell linebackers. One of them was good. One of them was very bad. It was Keith Mitchell and Kevin Mitchell. Whew. I'll let you guys guess who the very bad one was. <laughs> uh, and then after that, it's a bunch of Kevin's. Well, Kevin Reddick, remember that linebacker? No idea. Was he a Hazlitt he, linebacker? He, no, he was with he was with Peyton. Kevin Reddick. He no was idea. he was terrible. No idea. And then a bunch of guys I've never heard of that never amounted to anything. We've got Kevin Gray, Kevin Hunt, Kevin Ingram, and Kevin Young. Kevin Young could you come to my door in his jersey and I wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, it's it's a bleak, bleak history. I mean, now Andrew, Andrew, you've got you know Andrew Glover, the tight end, <laughs> caught a pass in the oh, yeah. playoff game against the Rams. You know, uh, he, he caught like five touchdowns that year. I'm Do they say. even have any players uh, named Ralph on the Saints? There were ever? there there were two Ralphs. Oh yeah, 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 uh, like including this. an including an offensive lineman, Ralph Williams, who started in two seasons, I think, twenty games. So he started 20 games at guard for the Saints. Yeah. Ralph, so that's your biological name? Like, that's your yes. full name on your birth certificate? Ralph Lane Marlboro. And then, you know, obviously they've got tons of Davids, or Dave. So you got Dave Witzel, Dave, Dave Wehmer. You got Jason David, if you want to use him. <laughs> um, like, and by the way, Dave, but, uh, by the lot, way, Dave, Dave, who the fuck would decide to go by the name Ralph? Like if my name was Ro- if my name was, you know, Robert, like why would I be like, oh, yeah, I want to go by Ralph? Like the oldest well, that's sounding why I, I, I've always wondered that, that about people. Was. I've always wondered that I've always wondered that about people named Dick. Like your name's Richard. Wh- who decides to go with Dick? Who says, yeah, I want to be called Dick for the rest of my life? I think that gets put on you like the, the you you don't just you don't like decide it. People just start it, calling. Isn't it the, like a second Richard or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? If you're the second, yeah. if you're Richard the second, you're Dick. I don't know. I I might have just made that up. But uh, yeah, I mean, remember the Vanderlons saying, "Imagine being named Ralph." Yeah. And I mean, savaging him. Yeah. <laughs> They still owe me, but they got he got cut, so I don't have to worry about his sister. No, coming he did for not. Me. He did not get cut. He opted. Oh, out. he opted out. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about his sister coming for me. I'm already losing track. This is going to be impossible to keep track of this season between people opting out, getting coronavirus, being injured, getting cut. Forget somehow, it. The, somehow the Saints have no dudes with the Rona. Not a one. Here, here's the thing. Here's something for the chat room. What should be our Rona? breaking news sounder that we use because you know somebody a saints player or staff or coach somebody's going to get the rona what should be our saints rona sound effect and we can't just use the regular breaking news sound effect because that's not good enough we need our special rona breaking news sound effect what should it be people in the chat room do your thing so so is that it so so I mean, so Andrew, the Ke- you the just... Kevin curse continues. <laughs> I mean, Kevin, they just need like you just want a warm body to be named Kevin at this point, or somebody that doesn't swindle the coach and the quarterback out of money. Right, I would prefer just a guy who sits, who just sits on the bench most of the game, comes out for punts, 
and barely it never doesn't even get near the ball. He's just a guy who's like he's off to the side shoving a guy, whatever, getting handsy with somebody else on the other team. That's it. <laughs> but that's but that's not gonna that's that's just gonna continue the. That's not gonna know, break the curse, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to just continue, continue the line of mediocrity of all the Kevins that have ever played for the Saints. You need somebody who's going to go out there and totally change Touch the game. Yeah, yeah, change the game for all Kevins moving forward. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. We can get somebody that does that, but then because other people are either getting the Rona or need to get quarantined or get cut or opt out, that person gets put in as like the third string safety or corner and ends up getting like two interceptions in a single game and completely over delivers on expectation. And then that vaults them to the top of the rest of the Kevins. I've got a better idea. We get Taysom Hill to legally change his name to Kevin Hill and uh, problem solved. <laughs> or he's too similar to my name. Or he gets or, ruined. No, or we get Lil Jordan Humphrey to change his name to Lil Jordan Kevin. Then, then you're good to go. Or Lil Kevin Humphrey? Lil Kevin mm. Humphrey? Do we like Lil Kevin? Did you did you ever want a Lil Kevin, Kevin? Did you ever want yourself just a Lil Kevin? No. Not a lot of Kevin, just a Lil Kevin. Yeah, no. No, there's too much Kevin. Well, who is this UDFA son? Tony Jones? Is that who he picks? Tony Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. Well, look, if the Kevin curse is as powerful as I think it is, Tony Jones is probably that guy that's about to get cut to make it 80. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. So uh, before we get to questions, which we only have a couple, but before we get to questions, I want to tell a quick story that I told on Twitter, but it's amazing, so I want to tell it. So my kid had been needing to go to Taekwondo to get his first belt, his yellow belt or whatever. And he'd been a disaster for like a month and a half, not practicing, not doing anything. And he kept saying, I- I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I don't want to practice. So we, I'm like, my wife even was like, I'm not going to my this. Wife. He, my wife. She's, she's like, I'm not going to this because he's just going to fail. He's going to be in tears. He's not going to get the certificate. He's not going to get the trophy. He's not going to break the board. It's going to be terrible. I'm not going to go. So we go. How old is your son now? He's four. He's four. So he goes into this he's test. He's taking Taekwondo at four? Yeah. So he's taking, he's taking the Taekwondo. And because it's social distancing, you know, he goes in and it's just him and the teacher in the room. And I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. He looks back at me, goes, I got it. He nails the routine, breaks the board, gets the trophy, walks back to me, looks me dead in the face if I'm lying, I'm dying, and said, Dad, I told you practice is boring. I felt like he turned into the Taekwondo version of Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice. He's like, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. 
And honestly, it's probably like Michael pro- Jordan. He just it turns is- it up whenever he needs to. <laughs> and honestly, it's probably <laughs> my favorite moment of his entire life so far. Like I died laughing. I was like, this little arrogant son of a bitch looked me dead in the face and told me practice was boring after six weeks of not giving a damn about this routine and just nailed it. At four. At four. Comes comes from your wife's side, I guess. What does the routine entail? Did he just have to walk up and like hi-ya? No, he's got to like – no, it's like you got to you gotta like block, punch, block, punch, side kick, side kick, front kick, bow. Like it's a little routine. Like it's not – it's not, you know, nothing, you know. So – and also the little – I'm picturing four-year-olds just doing that shit. Shit, it's hilarious. It is. The thing is, too, though, that he does that I really do not like is he'll say, Dad, I got two good hands. I'm like, that. that's just mean, kid. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just mean. you got to be kidding me. He does not say that. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> just arrogant to the core. We probably saved the best Holy part. Holy shit. We he probably saved that? We probably saved the best part for the end of the show. Probably should have probably should have let off with that story. But, you know. Since we since we didn't have any questions, we only had a couple. We got a couple questions. So now I'll start the uh, the take it to the top that Dave loves so much. That is Tandy. So, um Dave's going jazz dance. This is from Dale Dale Dale. Dave, should we be concerned that the Saints have zero positive cases so far? From who? Dale, Dale, Dale? Yeah. Okay. No relation to Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> Damn it. That's, that's her husband, no? Uh, should we be concerned? <laughs> no, why? You think we're hiding cases? Yeah, like, not? I mean, we're, the Saints, uh, man. You know them with the salary cap and bounty gate. Like, you know... Are the Saints up to like nefarious shit? Is what he's getting at, I think. <laughs> no, I think they're all right. I think they're just—they've been doing a good job. Um, other question. Uh, Drew Brees said that he's really excited about the two days he worked with Emmanuel Sanders. Andrew, does this make you uh, have higher expectations than you already did for him? Yeah, I mean, I think. Look, Breeze is all about time to task and tons of reps, and that's how he develops chemistry with his receivers. And so, no, I, I definitely think him going to Denver was important, and you know, the fact that they got to work together is a positive sign for Emmanuel Sanders making an impact. And look, I know people are down on Sanders. Uh, who was the media guy that was really down on it? It was uh, it was your boy, Ralph. Bill, Bar- the guy Bill you Bar- always, yeah, Bar- Bill Barnwell, yeah. Um, but. No, I, I think I think he's huge for this offense. I've I've said that all along. I really am a big Emmanuel Sanders believer, and I just think his skill set is going to fit perfectly with this offense. And you know, the fact that he's been working with Drew Brees on the side, I, I think is going to make it even better. So I'm pumped for sure. Kevin, this might be my favorite tweet of the year from Alexander. He worked in lyrics to the song for this tweet. Assuming there's a season. What will the Saints have to do to make it, to take it to the top? Will they go there and will all the things they want to be? What's there to it? Will they sail right through to the top? Will they make it after all? No one falls to the top. Is he right? 
I don't even know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The fuck kind of like yeah. You you put in that kind of effort on the tweet. Yeah. You, whatever you're saying. Sure. You're correct. Josh Williams says new patron. He says I need my crew to taste some cup to shove it in patron. Patriots fans faces like this classic and he just tweeted he said it's not a question though final question Dave can we can we get Ralph some better beer for the podcast that's mean oh my god I mean it's it's pretty hard to go anywhere but up from here Bud Light Lime Jesus Christ oh, we can get him a Mike's Hard Lemonade I don't know that might be better shit that might be better Azima might be an improvement for crying out loud Jesus I was gonna I was gonna say if he starts ripping the claw that's probably an improvement (laughs) hell yeah dude get you some claw no truly (sighs) you people are wrong so I've tried not good give me the claw Ralph Ralph, were you gonna talk about half the Patriots team uh, opting out I was. I totally uh, I totally forgot about that. We'll talk about that, then we'll get out of here. No, I just think, like, something with the Patriots, Andrew, is going on. Like, they have eight dudes that opted out. Like, something is amiss there. I, I mean, I have a theory that they, playing for the Patriots is not fun. Former players have said it. They like you win, it's great, but they don't really pay you that well, and it's not fun. But you win and you get rings. I think a lot of players for the Patriots are like, I don't want to deal with Bill Belichick shit and the Rona. Like it's too stressful. I'm just opting out. Like that's my theory. Am I wrong? I mean, I think part of the reason why very few Saints, I mean, no Saints players have opted out except for two that probably weren't making the team anyway. And uh, I just think there's the big reason for that is that they're all committed to trying to win a Super Bowl. And they that that's the big yeah. goal of theirs. And they believe they can do it. So that's why I think the Saints have such buy-in and commitment. Um, and I just think, yeah, it's, it's all the things you said, but I think it's also that they've won a bunch. So they're like, Man, I've already the got all won, well, I've already the Patriots won all these have won a bunch, though. I don't want to put up with... What's that? Well, the Patriots have won a bunch, too. But I guess they don't have Brady now, so... But they have Cam, right? Yeah. But, like, Kevin, here's a question for you. Like, if you had a horrible fucking boss, and I bet you Bill Belichick is a horrible boss. Like, if you had a horrible boss and you had a chance to opt out and not work for a year and not have to deal with that boss, wouldn't you do it? And get paid? Yeah, and get paid. Like, yeah. Well, fine. they're not getting. They're not. They're not going to get paid, but they like you know they could probably survive for a year. Oh, they get well, one hundred fifty grand. Wait a minute, right? hang on. No, if I'm not getting, no, if I'm not getting paid, then no. It's like I'll put up with the shitty boss. <laughs> I I need my money, and I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure NFL players making the minimum or near the minimum, they probably need the money too. Well, it's not minimum guys that are opting out for the most part. No, it's uh, Vanderlaan. Well, no, for the Patriots, it's not, though. It's like uh, their starting linebacker that made the play in the Super Bowl. I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. Hightower. 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 He started the comeback against Atlanta. Um, Patrick Chung, the safety. The safety, uh, the starting guard. Like, it's not – it's not nobody players. Like, it's – Bolden, the running back. Yeah. yeah. Good players. Yeah. So, Dave, do you have a theory on why all the Patriots are abandoning ship? I mean, it's um, funny. 
you know, I, I mean, I had kind of given it some just quick thought. Um, you know, you could say, well, the you know, you always hear about how Belichick has the Patriot, you know, all the players, you know, the Patriot way and, uh, you know, they're well disciplined and they all fall in line and they all, you know, they all buy into the whole thing. Um, and they all have, you know, they've got a lot of leaders on that team. So maybe these guys are just, they're just all alpha type players are all just leaders. And so they're just, uh, they're trying to lead by opting out and hoping everybody else is just going to follow their lead. Well, I tweeted something and Patriot fans got big mad at me. I said, it's a plot by Bill Belichick. He's not asking players to opt out. He's opting in to Trevor Lawrence in 2021. And Patriot <laughs> and Patriot fans found that tweet and they got fucking mad at me. Woo! They were mad. Um, I was just like, dude, I'm just joking. Like, come on, people, calm the fuck down. But anyway, so that's probably got, the best thing that could happen to them, honestly. Yeah, like, well, unless Cam, yeah, because you know, the thing is, Cam's only going to be there one year. They probably they're probably better off going like two and fourteen, getting Trevor Lawrence and rebuilding. But so. Guys, thanks for joining us in the chat. Uh, don't the boxes look lovely? The big the new boxes. We got the video working pretty good tonight. Uh, we got the new graphic going. You should sign up, support the show, $10 level. Get your booze bundle. Uh, get it chipped out to you. Uh, My wife. We'll get that chipped out to you uh, pronto if you sign up. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. R.I.P. Wilfred Brimley. <laughs>